Hello and welcome to True to the Bible podcast with Hunter Davis. Thanks for joining us for our third lesson in the series on the book of Ephesians. Today we're going to be going over chapter 1, verses 7 through 14, and we're going to be looking at several more blessings that we receive. As a church, those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ for eternal life are in that church, but as that church, we are blessed in several ways. We are also blessed individually with the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to look at some of those blessings and we're going to see that really as believers and as a part of the church and as a part of believers in this dispensation of grace, we should be thankful and grateful to God for these blessings that he's given to us. Well, we hope you enjoy this lesson. Thanks again for joining us. All right, Ephesians chapter 1. You guys know we're going through the book of Ephesians. If you guys remember, we've been uh, looking at it. We started with talking just a little bit about the book in general. Uh, we talked about uh, how it's broken down and how the first three chapters are about who we are uh, and are more theological, and the last three chapters are a lot more practical on how to live within the church as a body. Uh, last week, or not last week, but last time we talked, we talked about the spiritual blessings of the Father. We talked about how the church was chosen in God before the foundation of the world, and then we talked about how we are adopted as sons. Anybody who believes in Jesus for eternal life has that. We're going to continue talking about the blessings, and we're going to see four more today. Four more blessings today before uh, we go and we talk about um, Paul's prayer after that. So uh, I remember one time uh, for Christmas, I was getting Christmas presents, and uh, I was, it was hard for me to be grateful for it. Okay? So the, uh, that year, my birthday's in December, and so if you have a December birthday, your birthday and Christmas aren't that far apart. And so this year, for my birthday present, I got a present that was basically birthday and Christmas present. So like when Christmas came around, I remember I got a pair of leather gloves, and which was good, and like a, a t-shirt or something, or a jersey, or something like that. And, for, and all my brothers and sisters that year got like pretty good presents. But part of my present was my birthday present, so it was hard for me to be thankful and grateful for that present. Even though I should have been, it was hard for me to be. And sometimes it's hard for us to be grateful for things that we get, and we get a lot of things from God. And sometimes we're not grateful for it. One, maybe because we don't see it as something that's a blessing or a gift, or maybe because we've had it for such a long time, we kind of quit being grateful for it. Okay? So even like with Jesus dying and paying for our sins and all that stuff, like that's, that happened and we, we put our faith in Jesus Christ maybe a long time ago. For me, it was six years old, right? And so sometimes it's like, man, it's hard to be grateful for that every day. Does that make sense? Well, today we're going to look at Four different blessings that God has given to us as a body, as those who have believed in Jesus. And I think that we need to be grateful for those things uh, that we have as we look at it. I think we should look at it and be like, hey, these are things that we need to be grateful for. So let's start by reading the passage and then we'll get into it. We're going to read verses 7 all the way through like 14. This is Ephesians chapter 1. It says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our uh, trespasses according to the riches of His grace which He lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. He made known to us the mystery of His will according to the kind intention which He purposed in Him with a view of administration suitable for the fullness of the time, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in heaven and on earth um, in Him. We also obtain an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things after the counsel of His will to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be the praise of His glory. In Him you also, after listening to the message of truth, 
the gospel of your salvation, having believed, you were sealed in Him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who has given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of His glory. Alright, so as we start this morning, like I said, we're going to look at four different blessings that will come uh, through Jesus Christ. They all come through Christ and what He did on the cross. And as we look at it, I think we need to be grateful for it. So the first one we're going to look at is redemption and forgiveness. My little clicker doesn't work, so I'm going to have to go over there and click it. So redemption and forgiveness. Look again at verse 7. It says, In Him we have redemption through His blood and the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. Okay, Who's the Him there? We all know, hopefully, that's Jesus Christ, right? And through Him we have redemption and we have forgiveness. Okay, this is a blessing. Paul says it comes through eternal life in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, 2, a little later on in the book. You guys have that memorized probably. It's for by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not in yourself, not a result of works, so no one's able to boast, right? And so we, that, re, that redemption and that forgiveness comes through Jesus to all who believe in Him. And later on it talks about belief as well. But when we believe in Jesus for eternal life, okay, we get these two things. He paid for the sins of the entire world, but as believers, as the church members, believers, not members of SBC Church, but members of the Universal Church, believers in Jesus Christ, we have redemption, which is liberation by way of payment. It's liberation by way of payment. That's what it is. And we have forgiveness, which is a pardon or a release. A pardon or a release. Okay, by Jesus coming and dying on the cross for us, you guys all know this, but by Jesus coming and dying on the cross for us, we are released, we are pardoned from that which we deserve, right? And that's the forgiveness. And we are liberated by way of payment, meaning that Jesus paid for what we should have paid for, right? For all of sin and fall short of the glory of God, for the wages of sin is death, which is separation from the Father. So sin brings separation. And because of that separation, someone has to pay that. Jesus paid that and liberated us. Okay, this is a huge blessing. Again, it goes back to Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not a result of works, so no one will boast. It's a gift, okay, and it's a blessing. A blessing that you and me, anybody who puts their faith in Jesus for eternal life, that we are liberated. We are freed, okay? We are free from a lot of things. We're free from the power of sin in our daily life now, okay? We're free from having to pay for sin. We don't ever have to pay for sin. Is that a blessing? That's a huge blessing, right? We're freed, we're liberated, and that all comes through Christ. And that's a blessing and a gift. And I think that we need to be thankful and grateful for it. Um, I think I need to be more thankful and grateful for it on a daily basis. Like I said, I, I believed in Jesus when I was uh, six years old. So it's been 23 years, right? <clears throat> so over a period of time, I start to like, get less thankful for things, right? So, like, if you get something, like if you get a gift from somebody, like on Christmas, on Christmas Day, you're super excited about it, right? And you're super grateful. You're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. But then, next day rolls around, you're like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then the next day rolls around, you're like, yeah. And then the next day rolls around, you're like, I forgot even who gave that to me, right? Now, you're, I'm, I'm being a little extreme. In four days, you usually don't forget that. But the point is that a lot of times, we're, we're not grateful for things because just time has a way of making us forget. Does that make sense? And we need to be grateful for this, uh, this gift, this gift that uh, Christ gave us. The second thing we're going to look at, it's 8 through 10, it's wisdom and insight. This is interesting because here, Paul's going to be talking about the church age, 
and how it was a mystery throughout the ages. Okay? It says in verse 8, "...which He lavished on us in all wisdom and insight, He made known to us, the church, the mystery of His will, according to the kind intention which He purposed in Him, with a view to an administration suitable for the fullness of times." That is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in heaven, things on earth. In Him we also have attained an inheritance. So, Paul goes on and he talks about wisdom and insight. He says, we have wisdom and insight in Christ. Okay, we've been given insight into the mystery age or the church age. Okay, this is what J.B. says um, about a mystery. He says, a mystery is something that is not revealed in the past, but which is made known now. Now, what we're living in right now, the church age, which is Jews and Gentiles coming together to be ambassadors for Christ, coming together as a church, that was not known in the Old Testament. It wasn't revealed in the past. Okay, but Paul's saying, hey, now that Christ has come, He's revealed this to us, and that's a blessing to us to understand and know uh, this church age and, and the fitting together of all this God's plan that He has. And it's also a blessing to us, okay, because... Most of us in here that I'm aware of are Gentiles, right? Jews are Jews. Gentiles are not Jews, right? Everybody get that? So most of us are Gentiles. So it's a huge blessing for us because we are now being used by God. We have an opportunity to serve Him like Israel was serving Him in the Old Testament. We haven't taken the place of Israel or anything like that. But we have a unique opportunity right now to be able to serve God in a way that other Gentiles in the past haven't, haven't been allowed to serve God. Okay? What does Paul say in 2 Corinthians? He says, we are ambassadors for Christ. In the Old Testament, if you were a Gentile, were you an ambassador for God? No, you weren't. The Israelites were, right? They were the ambassadors. Okay, now we, me and you, can actually be ambassadors. This is a huge blessing for us that we can be a part of this church age. Okay, And eventually, in verse 10, like he says in verse 10 here, all things are going to come... Uh, or all things are going to be summed up in Christ. Okay, meaning Christ is going to rule and reign over all these things. This thousand year reign, eternal state. Who's going to be the king? Who's going to be reigning? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Everything's going to be summed up in Him. Okay, and that's part of the mystery as well. I think a little bit, and that's awesome that we're able to know that and see that. Okay, one day every knee is going to bow to Jesus Christ. Okay, it's a blessing to understand the age that we live in, and it's a blessing to be able to serve God as a Gentile. Okay, it is. And do we thank God for opportunities to serve Him? Okay, because we should. Sometimes it's like, sometimes like we look at serving Him as like, um, like we're doing God a favor. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh yeah, I served God. I'm doing good. I'm serving Him. But really, we should be grateful for the opportunity to serve God. Okay, because does He need us to complete His will and accomplish what His goal no. He used, you guys remember the story of Balaam? Okay. You guys remember the story of Balaam? It's, a, it's when that talking donkey, the donkey talks. God uses a donkey okay, to complete his will. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need us. And so he allows us to serve him and be a part of his plan. Remember like two weeks ago whenever we talked about him choosing the church beforehand for good works? He allows us to serve him and be a part of that. And by doing that, we, earn, we can earn rewards. And so all of that is a blessing for us as Gentiles uh, that we don't think about, and I think that we should think about it, and we should thank God for that. Like, we should thank God for that. Okay, the next one I we see is the inheritance. Okay, the inheritance is in verse 11. 
It says, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of uh, who works all things after the counsel of His will to the end? He was first. We were the first to hope in Christ would be the praise of His glory. Okay, so also we have obtained obtained an inheritance. Okay, this inheritance is not talking about rewards right here. Okay, but all, everyone who believes in Jesus Christ okay has an inheritance, and that inheritance is a home in heaven. Okay, it's a home with Christ. Okay, if you scroll down to verse like 14, uh, which we'll talk about in just a second, it says the Holy Spirit was given as a pledge of our inheritance. Who has the Holy Spirit in them? Believers. All who believe, right? And so the pledge okay, and the down payment for this um, inheritance wouldn't be the Holy Spirit if it was rewards, because if it's rewards, okay, some earn rewards, some don't. But every believer has the Holy Spirit, therefore every believer is going to have some sort of inheritance. Well, what are some things that every believer has? A home in heaven is one, right? We get to be with God forever. We get eternal life. We just talked about uh, forgiveness of sins. Every believer has that, right? And so this inheritance that he's talking about here is a home in heaven with Christ. Okay, And it's been predestined before the time, before the foundation of the world, God knew man was going to fall. He also knew he was going to reconcile man back to himself, and when he did that, he would have a home for them. Okay, And that's a huge blessing. It's a huge blessing for all of us, because no matter what this world throws at us, we know where we're going to end up in the end, right? We know we're going to be with Christ. That's a huge, huge blessing. It's an inheritance, a home, and heaven. Entrance into the kingdom, the thousand-year reign, and then entrance into the eternal state as well. Uh, we get to be with God. And how often do we thank God that one day we get to be with Him? Okay, And we are with Him now too, by the way, which we're about to talk about because the Holy Spirit's in us. But how often do we thank God that we get to take part in that inheritance later on down the road? Okay, This is the last one, Holy Spirit. Okay, The Holy Spirit is the last blessing. Okay, it says, In Him you also, after listening to the message of truth, so they listen to the message of truth. What's that? Usually it's called... we, we uh, yeah, it's the gospel. Usually it's the gospel. Okay, they've heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed. So they heard the gospel, then they believed in the gospel. Okay, so they hear Jesus is the Savior, and they say, yeah, I believe in Him to give me that eternal life. Okay, you were sealed. Okay, you were sealed, meaning God's put a mark on you. Okay, this, this is a, like sealed. is like when you think of those envelopes, back in the olden days they used to seal them with the wax, right? And the reason they did that is because you could tell if it's been opened or not, right? So it was sealed for one person. So we've been sealed, okay, by the Holy Spirit of promise who is given as a pledge, okay, or a down payment of our inheritance, which he just talked about, our home in heaven, with a view of the redemption of God's own possession, okay? Earlier, one of the blessings was we are adopted as sons of God, and that's everyone who believes in Jesus for eternal life, okay? That's Everybody in the church is adopted as a son. Okay, so everybody who believes in Jesus for eternal life is adopted as a son. We're God's own possession. We've been redeemed or bought with a price by Jesus for that inheritance. And the Holy Spirit is the one who is given to us as that seal or that mark that says, hey, you are God's own possession. And as a down payment saying, you have a home in heaven. You have a home in heaven. Okay, Satan can't ever take that away from you. Nothing can ever take that away from you. He is the seal and the mark and the down payment. Uh, and every believer has the Holy Spirit. Everybody who puts their faith in Jesus Christ has the Holy Spirit in them. 
Okay. Now, something interesting about this, if you have noticed, all the way through verse 12, he says, we, us, we, we, us. He's talking about a group of people and he's including himself. In verse 13, look at it again. He says, in him, you. Okay, in him, you. I believe that he does this because he's going to emphasize that every, each and every individual believer has the Holy Spirit. Okay, he's emphasizing that by saying, hey, you, you have the Holy Spirit as a seal. Okay, all before he's saying, hey, we as a church, everybody who's in the church, everybody who places their faith in the church has this and this, and everybody who places their faith in Jesus has the Holy Spirit, right? But he's emphasizing to say, hey, it's not just the church who has the Holy Spirit. It's each individual person, each individual believer that has this. Okay, and he says that each person has his pledge um, for their home, their inheritance, their home in heaven. I like this verse. I think um, this is Jesus. Okay, he's dying on the cross right here, and the thief. You remember the two thieves? One's making fun of him, and the other one's like, "How can you make fun of this guy?" Okay, we deserve what we're getting. He doesn't. And then the guy says, "The thief." He says, "Remember me when you come into your kingdom." Okay, now the kingdom's a thousand-year reign. That's not going to happen for a long time. Okay, he may not know that, but it's not going to happen for a long time. But he says, remember when you come to your kingdom. And then what does Jesus say? He doesn't say, hey, you'll be in my kingdom. Look at what he says. He says, and he said to him, truly I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. The Holy Spirit is a seal on us, a down payment of being with Christ as soon as we die. Paul says it again in Philippians. He says, um, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And... We, as believers who have eternal life, guys, as soon as we die, we get to go be with Jesus today. When you die, today, you'll be with me. Okay, And it's not some boring, weird place. You're going to be with Him where? In paradise. It's paradise. And the Holy Spirit is the down payment of us getting to go to paradise. It's pretty cool. The Holy Spirit's a down payment. The seal that no one can take off saying that I get to go to paradise because I believed in Jesus for eternal life. I now have the Holy Spirit. Nothing can take that away from me, and I'm going to be in paradise. Okay? I think that's pretty cool. I think it's a pretty cool thing. And we'll see, as we go throughout Ephesians, we're going to look at this and we're going to see how all these blessings that we have and all these things that we see about who we are in Christ, they should cause us to act and to do things for God, to be a part of the church, to be serving in the church to be doing things. As we go throughout the book, we're going to see that. But today, what I want us to focus on is that we have these four blessings here. Okay, First one is redemption, forgiveness, then wisdom and insight, and for us as Gentiles, an opportunity to serve, I think. Because this mystery age is an opportunity for us to serve. Also the inheritance, a home in heaven, getting to be with Jesus in paradise as soon as we die. We're with Jesus in paradise. That's a huge blessing. The Holy Spirit that seals all that and says, hey, all that is yours. Okay? All that is yours. Okay? All those things are blessings. They're all blessings, and we're blessed in a lot of ways. But I think for us today, we should be grateful and thankful to God for those things. Okay? Because a lot of times I'm not. I don't really think about them because I've had them so long, right? How long has the Holy Spirit uh, indwelt me? Well, since I was six years old. That's when I put my faith in Jesus Christ for eternal life, right? So I've had the Holy Spirit in me for. 20, however many years, 23 years or whatever it is. So I tend to forget to thank God for that. You know what I mean? I tend to forget to be like, man, that's so cool that God is inside of me and I have this power inside of me and that that seals me and that I'm going to have a home in heaven. All right? I forget about it because it's been so long. 
but all of us should remember these things and renew our minds with these things so we can say, hey, God, thank you. Thank you for coming and dying on the cross for me and providing me with redemption and forgiveness. Did he have to do that? No. Did he have to set us free? No. No, he didn't. He did it because he loves us and we need to thank him for it. And did he have to give us a home in heaven? No. No. Did he have to reveal his plan of the mystery age and allow us to serve with him and with Jews for him? No, he didn't have to allow that. Did he have to give us the Holy Spirit? No. No, he didn't. He didn't have to do any of that for us. All these things are blessings and gifts. And I think that we should thank God for them. And I, that's what I think that we should focus on this week. Thanks again for joining us for True to the Bible podcast with Hunter Davis. If you enjoyed this lesson, make sure you subscribe so you can hear the rest of the lessons on True to the Bible podcast. And if you have any questions regarding this lesson or any of the other lessons, make sure you contact us at hunter.davis at stillwaterbible.org. Thanks again for joining us.